0: Hey guys, just giving a quick content warning before you start listening to this podcast. This is about superheroes, so you might be of any age, because superheroes are for people of all ages. But, we gave the world access to asking whatever random question about superheroes you can think of. So, the truth is people are perverts. While never dealing with anything explicit in this, there will be swearing in this podcast, there will be occasional anatomy discussions uh sex is a thing that exists in the world of this podcast even if we're not telling you the down and dirty so if that's not going to be your thing that's okay if it is going to be your thing you'll probably enjoy yourself
1: hi everybody i'm tyler i'm zach and we're back with more word balloons we've been flying high on our own hot air but stopped in again to answer your nerdy questions so with that in mind zach what is our question this week?
0: What is the weirdest item in Batman's utility belt? Yay. I love this question. Uh, this one is great because there's just everything in there. I've, I love it. Last time we talked about how in the 90s they tried to kind of make Superman like more down to earth. They had the same thing of like, let's actually list what's in Batman's utility belt. There's and, diagrams and everything. And they really quickly ignored all of that. Absolutely.
1: Cause it's a lot more entertaining where you can throw some stupid Just shit. What in
0: the fuck ever. All right. So I have an honorable mention I want to give okay. before we go in. The only reason this one doesn't really qualify is it's not actually in the utility belt Ooh. in year one. And in Batman begins, he's got that little fucking thing in his boots for some reason that he sets it off. And sonar goes off that like attracts all the bats. Right. Right. And it looks super cool. It's a great scene. It makes no sense.
1: No. No, 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 no. And it's
0: like, what made you think of that? And why is it in your boots?
1: I mean, Batman can be pretty extra.
0: Yeah. My mind, and probably because we were talking about the show right before we recorded, went to, because he fucks bats. So thank you, Harley (laughs) Quinn, for that just forever being in my brain.
1: Uh, All right. Yeah, I have... I have two different ones, I guess. All right. I, I couldn't decide between. Uh you have of course the uh Bat credit card.
0: Ooh, classic. Batman and Robin, Joel Schumacher? Yeah, Schumacher. Schumacher. I can never pronounce that name. Um
1: and it doesn't appear in the script, so we can only assume that it was a Schumacher ad.
0: Yeah, he was openly doing product placement for that one. Like not even pretending he wasn't doing. And the expiration date on it is forever i haven't watched that movie in like 15 years does that mean it's forever expired
1: i don't know
0: i i wouldn't take that (laughs) i would ask
1: batman for cash like i have
0: questions here
1: (laughs) i would say sorry batman This, this says forever i don't get that do you have cash i mean probably not on him who knows? There's usually enough other shit t- tucked away in the utility belt, to be
0: honest. I, I'd probably get him. Unless it was like more than I could afford, but I... I'd... Yeah. I, I'm Stephen, by the way. I just to... I was gonna say, in case you haven't noticed yet, that's Stephen. You, you've <laughs> heard previous episodes. You know that he's here and talks when he wants to. Um,
1: the other one... The other one surprised me because my research for this involved going through a lot of listicles, and I didn't see it listed on a single one of them. In the cartoon Batman Brave and the Bold... There's a few different episodes where he completely takes off his utility belt, grasps it by the the buckle, pulls the buckle out, and it's a fucking lightsaber. Oh, that popped up in one of the listicles I was reading. So I'm going to go with the bat energy sword.
0: Yeah, I would use that every fucking time they'd be like well that guys a jaywalker like time for the bat lightsaber yeah bat saber that's it's bat saber it's (laughs) so
1: yeah i'm gonna go with the fact that batman has a fucking lightsaber
0: that is so good yeah god we mentioned it a couple episodes ago which for us was like 20 minutes ago but (laughs) uh i really need to watch that show okay the real answer is bat shark repellent like and I know that's the easy answer, it's from Adam West, but it's just
1: too Predates good. that Oh, is it? Uh the Bat Shark Spray first appeared in uh Batman one hundred seventeen, the August nineteen fifty eight issue.
0: Yeah, that's a very 50s thing that, that tracks, um, which is kind of my favorite. It is one of the better known of the bizarre, like, what the absolute fuck here.
1: You want to know make, it makes it track even more? Yeah. He used it on an alien from Planetoid X.
0: Oh, yeah, that's the most 50s fucking story I've ever heard. Uh, 50s sci-fi Batman is amazing if you shut off everything that is going with, like, quality in your brain and mm-hmm. just enjoy the ride. In that similar vein, in Warren Ellis's... Yeah, I know. But Warren Ellis's planetary Batman crossover, they have... uh, The planetary team meets a version based off the 66 Batman, and he has bat female villain repellent, which as far as I can tell is just Mace, because he fucking sprays it on a planet, and she's like, what? Oh, God! Oh, God! But... The real great answer is, again, going into, like, the 40s and 50s Batman. There's one where he has a little, like, disc that if he thinks he's going to die, he puts a little chemical on it. And it goes, like, Bruce Wayne, blah, 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 like his address. In case he dies, he wants people to know who Batman was so someone can't, like, claim to be Batman. Oh, but okay. There's hella flaws in this. Because either they'll have Batman's corpse, like, if they're going to be able to see the little disc, they'll have Batman's corpse. They'll know he's dead. Like, it'll be hard for someone else to pop up and be like, no, I'm Batman, not the guy in the fucking morgue. And two, you are Bruce Wayne. Everyone knows who you are. You are the richest asshole in Gotham. hmm Like, you're Elon Musk with less attitude. And a lot of other things for you that... not Not going into that. Um... I think my all-time favorite, though, is a simple one of a crayon. Just, not even a bat crayon, just a crayon.
1: I mean, it's the bat crayon.
0: Yeah, because, uh, as we have mentioned before, the age range of Batman in this era was like 7 to 10 years old. And they needed to write a note. Like and Batman's like it's a good thing we've always got cray we always keep crayons with us Robin and they both have just like one little crayon to write the note I'm like really not like a ballpoint pen a pencil you have a fucking crayon the most breakable useless to write in thing of all time why not just some fucking watercolors there Batman
1: what color was the bat crayon
0: I don't in? know that's that- what <laughs> that was my first question too I mean it's black we know it's black dark gray maybe that era could be blue that era could be blue maybe yellow like uh, although he didn't have the yellow circle yet that didn't come until later um maybe blue though yeah i will say this question made me think of one of uh one of my all-time favorite batman stories and it's from this era so you have to like again kind of let your brain go for a while but it's actually kind of brilliant it's called the joker's utility belt and the joker gets sick of batman beating him by uh you, a weird device number seven from his utility belt, so he makes his own, and he keeps fucking him over with like weird little gag things, and he keeps being like the special item the item that 's really going to kill him is this cork, and I was like, Joke or what the fuck is in the cork and they don 't tell him and it's revealed in the final break that Batman and Robin were uh public for a ship christening because they in this era they weren't like mysterious urban legends. They just hung out. Right. They were like, oh, yeah, we're opening this mall. Let's do the ribbon cutting. Like, um, we're going to christen this ship as a duly appointed officer of the law of uh, Gotham City. Mm-hmm. And so the Joker took, you know, when you christen the ship, you take a bottle of champagne and smash it against the ship. And he stole the bottle of champagne and replaced it with one with a cork, which is just loaded to the tits with explosives. And so his plan to beat Batman... Was to do that and have Batman smash it against the ship and just explode. It doesn't work. I don't fully remember why. I think he's just like, there's something wrong with this cork. And then like punches the Joker in the neck. Right. Because that's just how you ended comics at that time. But it is so... I think it's this specific comic is why I love the weird goofier side of Batman.
1: I do have to... Neck punches do tend to end a lot of things.
0: Yes! And thanks to the drawing style of the golden age, it always looked like they were punching him in the neck. I've been punched in the neck. It's not fun.
1: <laughs> awesome. Crayon. I'm crayon. still stuck on the crayon. And
0: that's why. That, that Because I was like, oh, it's not the crayon. Like, I, I'm reading way weirder things. But for the last three days, I'm like, a fucking crayon.
1: Well... <laughs> In order to keep our journey going, <laughs> we're going to have to drop some ballast. Luckily, Zach stuffed oh, right. to the going. brim with the sort of genre facts. I'll prod him a bit, see what shakes loose. Remember, any misses or mistakes will have to be made up for at the end of our trip.
0: Which is next episode.
1: So, up soon. Yeah. Uh, today we'll keep the expedition's theme mostly sea list villains. So, Zach, what knowledge can you drop on the dummy?
0: jack shit this is i, I keep thinking of ragdoll but this isn't ragdoll this is nope nothing. all
1: right in that case because you also missed last week i came prepared with a second <laughs> <laughs> uh I mean, how about fucking
0: fault but yeah,
1: how about and this one i'm sure is going to lead to some interesting recommendations on later on uh captain nazi
0: Okay, Captain Nazi was uh, a Captain Marvel villain taking place, I think, was actually around World War II when he came out. I'm not 100% certain on Captain Marvel's timeline, but it's either World War II or just post-World War II. He is basically a Nazi Captain Marvel. I'm pretty sure he says magic words, which might be Adolf Hitler, but I'm not 100% on that one. Um, I'm going to take a shot in the dark, but because he's very early Captain Marvel, he's probably created by Otto Binder and C.C. Beck?
1: He, uh, no, uh, created by William Wolfhulk and Macro Boy.
0: Okay, did not know that one. Uh, Binder and Beck were big, I think they created Captain Marvel and were common creators for him. He pretty much is... What if Superman was a Nazi? Uh, The only stuff I've ever really read much with him, other than he will occasionally team up with people to fight the Justice Society, is he was used as muscle for the uh, secret society of supervillains around Infinite Crisis, which was when Lex Luthor and Talia Al Ghul and Black Adam and the Calculator and someone else that I'm... for Oh, Deathstroke the Terminator all teamed up and we're like, we're going to make every supervillain on earth work for us. And we're, we'll just have a real society, like crime league of every supervillain. And they used captain Nazi as fodder a lot, because if he died, that was probably a good thing. Like even they were like, Oh God, you're no, but go punch that guy. Um, He is blinded in that. Mm. And, Everyone's like, well, sucks to be you, asshole. Like, uh, but that's about what I have on him. That's, yeah. uh...
1: I, I guess, uh, you were... I mean, it was all pretty much correct. Uh He doesn't have to use any power words. Oh, okay. Uh, but it does seem like he has to inhale some sort of gas to fly. Yep, But drives. otherwise, he has all, like, the, the super strength and durability and all that shit.
0: Nazis, drugs, that's 40s comic books for you.
1: Um, and more recently, he did show up in the second season, um... Of Legends of Tomorrow.
0: God, uh, I hope they just... They had an episode
1: where they were running into the JSA.
0: Ooh, tracks! I just watched this episode. Um, and isn't this the episode where Captain Steel is introduced? Yes.
1: Yes. Okay, yeah.
0: I like that version of Steel. Like, John Henry Irons is, you know, black guy, Superman, armor Hammer is a stronger character, but I like this steel, too. Yeah, I think you know, feel like, uh archaeologist turned superhero. Later versions has his grandfather was experimenting on him because his grandfather was a piece of shit. But uh, I like your version better. Yeah, no, let's do this tomorrow. <laughs> uh, I, this is uh, Stephen chiming in again to recommend it if I haven't already. It's great. Because <laughs> it's
1: amazing. Uh, yeah, he's, um, he's the one that goes all berserkered out. He's the ubermensch that okay, the steels have to take down. Address. This is a reference Stephen knows. <laughs> uh, no, sweet. So there we go. There's that. All but right. You still have to make up the dummy, dummy. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't
0: help. No, it. it was right there. It had to be done.
1: That's it for today, folks. We're taking off. Before we go, we'd like to remind you to hit subscribe and check out all of our sister shows over at EarVerm.com. That's E-A-R-V-V-Y-R-M.com. Other ways to get in touch with us and follow us will be in the show notes. As always, we'd like to give a special thanks to our editor, Stephen Gady. Until next time, I'm Tyler.
0: I'm Zach. Bye. Bye!
1: Hey there, listener. This is your editor and stowaway, Stephen. Wanted to give a very special thank you to Ian Ford for letting us use their song Tracks as our theme song. To hear more of their music, you can check them out on SoundCloud.